Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Hello and welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh and today I have a very special guest. I have a comedian and actress, Rachel. I almost said Rachel. See, I almost I almost You were doing up. so well. I was doing so well. Ah. I have Raquel Belmonte. <laughs> it was funny because right before this, you said my name perfectly. I was, I was doing so well. I was on a roll, and then I just, I just flubbed it. Just That's okay. I get called Rachel a lot, and it does not bother me. You know, some people are like really adamant about getting their names correct. I don't care. I've been called Rachel, Rochelle. I kind of like Rochelle, so well, I'll hey, never it's, correct it's you. It's totally fine. Uh, Jesse tried calling me John the first time we spoke yesterday, so I mean that that was that was great. That's far. I was, off. I was like, <laughs> technically, it had off. it's got three of the four letters correct. So yeah, I gave enough, it to him. I was like, I guess. this is Josh. Oh, uh, so, uh, so Raquel, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just for our listeners who maybe have not, uh, don't know that much about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Totally. Well, as you said, my name is Rachel Belmonte. Um, I, <laughs> I'm a Vancouver-based voice actor, and I do uh, sketch comedy and improv not stand-up. I wish I did stand-up, but usually a lot of people will be like, oh, you do stand-up. That's what improv and sketch is. No, but I do a lot of improv and sketch in Vancouver. Um, I also am a youth worker in Vancouver. I also, what else do I do? What else is fun about me? I gotta go to a wedding in a few hours. Oh, well, there you go. Weddings there you go. Yeah. There, you'll, you'll get cake. I get cake. I get all of the things. I'll make sure I leave with a few desserts. Oh, yeah. Um, be sure and take pictures of that cake because we, we all want to know about this cake. And oh, then I, everyone will be totally. able to date this episode because then they'll go to your uh, your social media and find your cake and be like, oh, this is when they recorded. Yeah, full circle, baby. What a lovely feeling that is. <laughs> <laughs> when people know but, exactly what you're doing every hour. Yeah, it's the best. Oh. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's me in a nutshell right now in this moment. Um, so, so Rachel, you said you were sorry. So, so Rachel, um, you said you, I'm not I'm just I'm not going to do it. Um, so you said you're you're based in Vancouver. Are you originally from Vancouver? I am. I am born and raised in Vancouver, BC, which is very funny because none of my friends are like no, none of my close friends are. Oh, from here so it's always so weird to have to say yeah no i'm from here oh. I'll, it's I'll, great i'll be sure and i hope jesse's not listening because he counted you guys as friends and he's from vancouver oh that's that's sad Wait, what yeah oh that oh, that, that he counted you God. as a friend or that he's from vancouver oh that he counted me as a friend no i'm kidding <laughs> i love jesse <laughs> um no, yeah, I didn't know. Okay, this is going to sound really stupid, and I hope that Jesse's not listening to this. I didn't know Jesse was from Vancouver. I thought he moved here from somewhere. I could be wrong. It's It has been a whole day since we talked. No, you know what? I, okay, I thought he was born in the States, and for some reason I was thinking Toronto, um, but his partner is from Toronto. That's what I'm thinking of. But I also thought he was born in the States. Oh man, now I could Crazy. be wrong. Now I'm dating myself. Oof. 
That's one of good. us is wrong. One of us is wrong. So, and I'm not willing to take ownership. I completely agree. Um, if anyone's wrong, it's probably Jesse. He needs to figure out where he's born and tell yeah, people stop correctly. Lying to us. Uh, so, so Raquel, so you, you're into the, you do sketch comedy, um, you do acting. So what, what made you want to get into like the comedy aspect? Like, were you, were you just one of those kids growing up where you were like, you know what? I'm going to put a pie in somebody's face. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I, um, it's, it's funny. I haven't, this is the first time I've gotten a question about my, my comedy and I love it so much because I consider myself more of a comedian or, or like a sketch comedian than I would anything else that I am. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you asking oh, me this. No problem. Um, so I used to, when I was younger, I was always like funny. I don't know. Like I was the, the weird one. You're and the class I, clown? Yeah, yeah. I was always the class. I was always getting kicked out for talking. Um, but when I got kicked out, I would get sent to other classrooms and then the teachers would end up just chatting with me for hours and not teach their <laughs> class. But it started there. I started doing plays in elementary school and I always got the funny character because I think they probably knew Raquel's willing to do whatever for a laugh. And it's true. <laughs> Um, I also used to make little stupid sketch videos, very stupid, very bad, uh, very questionable videos with my cousins during the summer um, because uh, we we were all babysat by our grandmother and uh, that poor woman. Yeah, we would make sketch videos. We okay, would... well, well, I'm not letting you go on this because now I want to hear about these sketch videos. Oh, they're awful. They were so bad. We would just have these stupid characters. Like I remember uh, my younger my my younger brother had a character called the old man from downstairs and he was this old man who lived downstairs uh of these party animals and these party animals would always do stupid i was one of the party animals uh, we would always do stupid things and the old man would come upstairs and just as he was an old italian man and he'd get mad at us uh and you know sometimes it would end in, in some fun violence but <laughs> Fun violence. That, well, that, yeah. that that would be a great band name. It's like we're fun violence, and we're here to have a nice time. Exactly. And then they just play like death metal, and you're like, "What the heck just happened? <laughs> Why am I here?" <laughs> but yeah, uh, my cousin had a cheerleader character. I used to do like talk show host things. Um, but anyways, after that, not even after that. This was all during. I was. Uh, in plays and musicals in high school. And I was always the funny person. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I felt very comfortable doing improv. I felt very comfortable doing crazy, wacky characters that nobody else was doing. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually harder for me to just be normal, like a normal person, um, <laughs> like a cool, dramatic uh role so I just took advantage of it I'm like this is fun for me I like it and um then sorry this is such a long story but oh, that's no, like it's, the it's fine hey we we tangent so much on this show like I, like I tell people that come on it's like 99% of what we're gonna do is tangent and then that 1% is actually the topic I love it no I'm a big fan of tangents I have like 12 open from last night alone <laughs> that I haven't finished so 
but yeah, so high school, elementary school, uh, I was always in an acting class. I was always doing voiceover classes. So you were in an um, acting class. Um, I, I took one of these um, uh, when I was uh, when I was studying. Did you take a uh, an improv class? Like a how to improv class? Because I totally took one of those. Looking back, oh it's, it, it no. seems like the stupidest thing. It's like how to improv and you're like it seems like an oxymoron but like it actually was it was actually a really good class (laughs) because it was mainly about (laughs) how to like read the audience is basically what it was and it was actually pretty cool see that's a lovely concept for a class how to read the audience because i feel like a lot of people uh myself included could benefit from something like that because the audience changes all the time I feel like every intro to improv class that I've been to, either as a participant, teaching it, or just being there for whatever reason, it happens, um, where I'm there for no reason. But you just I, walked into, like, you know, University of Vancouver and just like, hey, I want to learn. And, like, just sat down one day. Yeah, yeah like, I'm here now. <laughs> but I one thing uh, that's common with all these intro to improv classes is that it's the same thing. It's just teaching people how to yes and. Yes and this. That's like the main rule of improv. And I get it, but there's got to be more. <laughs> and I love the idea of re- of having um, someone teach you how to read the audience. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, it was it was really it was really pretty interesting. Um, they also kind of it, it also kind of goes into like, hey, like pick one person or, or pick like two or three people. And then, like, if so, like if somebody's giving you, you know, like good stuff, then it's like stay with that person because yeah, like they, they're they're not trying to razz you. Totally. But, but sometimes razzing is good because then you can play off razzing. That's one thing that I would love to get great at. I am okay sometimes. Like, I, I do improv pretty frequently. I'm kind of taking a break this summer, but anyhow, whenever you ask for a suggestion, there's always somebody in the audience who's like. I don't, they say something super inappropriate. And one thing that I'm loving lately is just talking back at them. It's like, interesting that you would say this thing. Well, let's get into it. Or I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's fun to get razz when you're able to razz back right away. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, that makes any sense. Oh, definitely. It definitely does. So, but yeah. so, so you, you were, you were a funny kid growing up. Um, funny kid growing up. Did yes. you, did you have any like comedy, you know, anybody big that you like kind of like idolized? Yes. I love Sarah Silverman. Okay. Gotcha. I love Sarah I, lo- I miss her show. I wish her show was still on. Oh my God. Yes. So that show, the Sarah Silverman program, um, one of my best friends for whatever reason in high school owned the DVD collection of. That show and also some of her stand-up specials. And he didn't even know he had it. And one day, because both he and I loved her, but from from afar, we weren't super into the work yet. Um, But he and I, after school or on weekends, we would just watch this show. Um, The Sarah Silverman program and also uh, Jesus is Magic. That was the stand-up special when we were in high school that I was obsessed with. I was like, this person is a woman like me, and she's allowed to talk about dirty stuff, and she's allowed to like like what I like, and, and what I like making jokes about, and she's killing it. Um, but I loved Sarah Silverman. And then eventually, 
Um, I, I, I mean, I always watch SNL, like always did. And I always loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tina Fey was a really big one for me okay. actually. So going back to your question on how I got into comedy, the way I'm into it now. Um, so I, w- after high school, I actually quit improv. I was like, this is dumb. I don't want to do this. I mean, I wanted to do it and I always wanted to do comedy and have my own show like Sarah Silverman did, mm-hmm. um, where it's about me and I get to do whatever with funny people. But I was like, Oh, I need to get a degree. And I did. And it was, I was miserable for most of it. But then I, during like my last year of university, I read Tina Fey's book, bossy pants and read that she had gone to the second city in Chicago. And I was like, Holy Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear, can I? Oh, it's it's okay. Oh my god, okay. No, sorry. I almost swore so many times. I was like, what Oh, Jesse, Jesse was like, yeah, and some crazy shit. I can swear, right? And I'm like, yeah, you, you just did. So now <laughs> that go was ahead. a great Jesse impression. I can swear, right? <laughs> great. Uh, no, I was like, holy shit, you can do this. Like, you could go and like you can go to school for comedy. Why am I in school for communications? <laughs> Um, so I, I actually looked, looked into the second city, Chicago, cause I was like, I really miss doing comedy. Um, and I, yeah, I found a program that they had called the comedy studies program, which you get college credit for. And I took it, I, I applied, I got in and I was a terrible comedian while I was there. Just awful. Um, but I loved it. It's uh, it was such an amazing experience to get to go to school at the Second City, um, and from there I I came back to Vancouver and I started doing improv. I took a class at theater sports. Um, I took a couple classes and then I auditioned for their rookie league and I made their rookie league. And then I from there did Blind Tiger. I did instant theater. And yeah, the rest is history. Now I do my own thing. <laughs> well, see, yeah. that's the good thing. It's like you, all, you always got to start somewhere and then you can get to do your own thing. Totally. Um, and I'm so happy that I get to do my own thing now because it's stuff that I, not that I was doing stuff I didn't want to be doing, but now this is like, great, let's hone in on one thing and, and see where it takes us. Yeah. <laughs> let's beat it to death and see what happens. Oh, exactly. That, that's the thing. Like, you got to beat it to death. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you start something and you're like, I am going to run this entire genre into the ground. <laughs> I'm going to yep. do it so much. Totally. Oh, man. So, so Sarah Silverman growing up, um, did, yeah. were, there, were there any other, like, shows or uh, anything that, like, you, like, kind of gravitated towards? Yeah. So funny enough, and um, I know a lot of people don't really remember this show when I bring it up, but I used to love Amanda Vines and the Amanda show because that <laughs> yes, was, to me, the, I was Amanda, like, Amanda, 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 Amanda. Yes, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I am a straight up 90s kid. So Beautiful like that, that 90s, 2000s, like I, I watched all that stuff on Nickelodeon, like salute your shorts, um, yes. all the good stuff. So I'm like, I remember, well, I mean, I guess Drake and Josh is kind of, like, newer. It's not really as old. They just kept going, I think. Yeah, like they, they, they just they, went yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, yeah, I remember the Amanda yeah. show. What was, what was, uh, because it had, 
when when Drake Bell was on there and he was like that like her her cousin or whatever. But he yes. was like a super hillbilly kid. Oh I my god, I totally those, forgot about that sketch. I remember those sketch. sketches, but I can't remember what his name was like Cletus or something. Jesus, I need to look oh. this up. Yeah, now now I want to go watch the Amanda show. Right? That I loved um I loved her okay, it wasn't Judge Judy, but Judge was it Trudy? I think it was Trudy, yes. Where she had the bring in the dancing lobsters mm -hmm. and then these lobsters would come in. I'm like, this is, I want to be on a show like this. I want my own sketch comedy show. Well, and I didn't know it was sketch back. comedy. Pardon? They brought all that back. Oh my God. And all that was another one I used to love. I loved all that. And there, one sketch I loved specifically was um, there was a mom who, I think they were at a hockey game and she was like a crazy fan or she was a crazy she was a crazy mom. Oh man, was it or Lori Beth Denberg? Or something? Pardon? Uh, was it Lori Beth Denberg? Because I miss like Lori Beth Denberg. Wow. Uh, she, she was. I remembered the names. She, I'm she so was, sorry. She was the one in the library where it was no talking in the library, and she would yell. Maybe I think it might be her actually. Because uh, now I, I that loved her. Is she was amazing. To... Oh, I love those shows, and I didn't know they were sketch comedy. I didn't know what sketch. I still don't know what sketch comedy is, but. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, this is a weird thing, and I want in. But, I mean, my family is, like, traditional Italian family. They don't know what acting is. They don't know what comedy is. <laughs> they're they're all sports people. And it, it, a lot of my friends, I only had one friend, that best friend I was telling you about who I watched Sarah Silverman with. Um, he was into acting, but even so, like, our families didn't know too much about it. So you either learn on your own, which I did. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I wanted to do that when I was a kid, but it was like one of those things like nobody knew. I didn't know. Um, so I still want to do that eventually. I have my own uh, Amanda show reboot. Oh, nice. Is it Raquel show? The Raquel show. The Raquel yeah. show. We'll, we'll work on the title. Raquel, but... Raquel, 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 Raquel. No, no, that's weird. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Just, like, have a whole entire thing of just people calling you Rachel the entire time, and then you just, like, punch them. Right? <laughs> I love that. I lo That's a good segment. That's just me in real life. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll just film you on the street, and you just like, punch. Um, so, so, so how did you make the transition from so, – um, so going and doing uh, – you, you got out of college. You weren't really in, you know, happy with the communications. So how did that um, – how did you go from uh, out of college into, you know, came back, started doing the improv? How did that lead into uh, to the acting? So I was always doing the acting. I, since I was 14, had a voiceover agent and was auditioning. Oh, damn. Um, it was one of those Child things, labor, sorry, my brothers it, are digging. texting me and I don't know if you can hear it on your oh, end. no, I'm good. Can you hear my phone dinging? Okay. <laughs> I'm just excited my brothers are texting me back. Um, <laughs> so They knew that we were um, talking about him and be like, I remember this crazy Italian neighbor downstairs. He's like, stop it. I'm a teacher now. <laughs> no, um, my, wait, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, acting. You, you had a voiceover oh, yeah, at 14. I was always doing voiceover. That's the funny thing about this whole thing is I was always voice acting. Um, acting was one of those things that I was always doing. I was always in an acting class, even when I was in university. I was always doing a voiceover class, an acting class, uh, not an improv class. Improv is when I came back, but um, 
I've always loved acting. I just didn't know that you could make a career out of it based off of like what you're kind of taught you're supposed to do, like go to university, get a good job, marry Mm -hmm. someone, have 20,000 children, like that kind of thing. But I always loved it. And I was always interested in what could happen if I continued with this. So I just kind of had my foot in the water and then voice was something that I was doing and that I was good at because I have a weird voice. Um, yeah. So what it's funny, my comedy doing comedy, I think that made me a better voice actor. Um, okay. A thousand percent. And it made me a better actor and I was able to, improvise a little bit better than the normal actors who just did acting <laughs> but it I, I, I think they go hand in hand voiceover and improv I always tell people who ask me what should I do how do I get into voiceover I always say take an improv class also it helps with character it helps with your timing and it helps with your instincts mm-hmm. so yeah yeah Lost my train of thought again, baby. <laughs> but anyway. Oh no, that's hey. That that that's like I said, tangents. That's yes. My my co-host and I are actually thinking about creating a show just called Tangents and calling like all the listeners tangerines. Oh, that's so, so cute. I, I know, right? I'm like, how about tangerines? You uh, need to do this. If you don't, I'll be very upset. Well, we've got that, and then we've got another another one called the Rabs Cast, which is just the random ass bullshit cast, and we just <laughs> talk about randomness. So I'm like, they're both good names. I like them both. I mean, I like both too. I'm just wondering, like, how do you, how can you have three podcasts and succeed? Like, I think you can try and make it work. I believe in you. Yeah, oh, thank you. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't help that two of them there are the exact same, so that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you have a segment on tangents called called rabs yeah okay. yeah okay that's a good idea and then we then you have You're like the, little, the rab segment okay that's good yeah rabs with two s's the random s bullshit segment segments <laughs> with an s right yeah okay i had to i had to i forgot how spelling worked um who has who doesn't forget i know math and spelling you don't need those anymore it's 2019 it's all on your phone yeah uh, agreed um so um so i let's kind of go into uh into some of your voice acting um, sure well first off when you were growing up was, was there any uh like animated things that like really like jumped out at you like any, yeah. any cartoons movies that you that you really really loved i mean mine's very basic but i loved sorry i say basic because i've been told like oh what about like these deeper cut cartoons i'm like no nah, i love the simpsons that was my favorite show. Um, I watched it all the time. My dad really loved it when we were growing up, so I would watch it with him. Well, see, so maybe that, there's that. that's the complete opposite because, like, my mom wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons because it was too yes. vulgar. But, yes. but she let me watch Futurama because it was sci-fi. <laughs> and I'm like, going back, it's like, that was a thousand times worse. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so funny what our parents were like, nope. Too like cartoons. Oh, I love it. I I had a lot of friends and a lot of cousins who weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons or Family Guy, uh, and me and my brothers were always allowed. <laughs> but wow. I I'm happy I was because I loved The Simpsons and I loved Bart Simpson specifically and Lisa. Anything Lisa says, I'm like, Mwah. 
she's who I want to be as a person now. But I, Bart, I liked uh, especially because a woman played plays yeah. Bart. That Nancy Cartwright. I was obsessed with that fact when I found out. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other cartoons I watched. I feel like I watched a lot, like Recess. Oh, what was God, that Recess one Saturday morning? Do you remember that? One Saturday morning, or is that like a Canada thing? One Saturday morning. That was the. Uh, that was just like the intro for like the ABC Family stuff, I believe. On Saturday morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was like a group of shows that they mm-hmm. played every Saturday morning, and I watched them every Saturday morning. Yeah, because like we um, had, um, I, I don't know what it was like in uh, Canada, but we had, uh, we had like Fox and WB. Yes. And those are the big, okay, yeah, so we had, like, Fox Kids Club, which was, like, early Saturday morning stuff, and then you would have just, like, Kids WB in uh, for, for those. Uh, and then, yeah, we would have, I, I remember, uh, like, when, when I, especially when I was little, little, um, it would be, they would have uh, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh on ABC, and then that would yes. roll right into Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. So it was one of those where it was like, well, I'm already here. <laughs> yeah let's watch totally. dr quinn yes um animaniacs is that wb yeah, uh, wb kid yeah okay so i wonder if we did have i don't know but i remember there was uh, there were there was animaniacs um what were, yeah that um squirrel woman squirrel remember there i think she was a squirrel and she had a hat a green hat a Shit! Am I freaking out right now? No, I'm. Uh, Did she drive maybe? a red car? Maybe. Okay, that that kind of sounds familiar. She drove like a nice red car or something like that. Shit. Um. Hey. Which maybe she wasn't a squirrel. Hmm. Was huh. it was it an Animaniac segment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, they have like thirty thousand segments on that stinking show. It's. Uh, incredible how they got away with everything that they got away with and a lot of their stuff is like dirty yeah totally it's it's dirty and you're like wow you guys got away with this i love it i loved animaniacs so much that was such yeah i remember watching that every morning or not every morning whenever it was on i also remember watching um oh i lost it again shit uh animaniacs Damn it, it, I had a cartoon that I was going to bring up, and now I can't remember it. What was it it about? God damn it, it just, it disappeared. I have a really bad memory. (laughs) That's something huge about me, is I have a terrible memory. There are things that I remember vividly from my childhood, and vividly, uh, if I do have a memory of it, but, oh, God. See, my, my my mind's weird. Like, I can't. I can't remember, like, like in school, like, if it wasn't anything I cared about, I would completely go off with that and just be like, hmm, I remember that episode of Tenshi Moyo went, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my brain works so weird, like, it makes no sense. Like, totally. someone should, like, when I die, they should, like, study and be like, how did he yeah, live? Yeah, what, what did this, how, we can't use this. <laughs> exactly. It's to be like, I, I Looney Tunes. It Looney was Looney Tunes. Sorry. Cause I, I yeah I remember like they they had Looney Tunes and then and they I had like would, the, it wouldn't come out at all like they had the kid version it was like Tiny Tunes and it had Buster and Babs yeah Tiny Tunes yeah that was yep. the that was the good stuff and El Elvira or Elmira and she would like shake the animals or something 
Oh, I I don't remember that, but now I'm like, oh god, I YouTube that. That's awful. Oh yeah, it um, was great. She was basic. Um, she was basically the little girl character from Cats Don't Dance. Oh god, I'm trying to think of what. Um, Oh, Muppet Babies. I love the Muppets. Oh, yeah. I love the Muppets. Baby, Muppet Babies was my favorite, though. Oh, man. Yep. I remember Muppet Babies. That was a good show. I remember and they like, did I... Star Wars in the Muppet Babies. That was pretty Yes! Cool. They did! I remember that. And I remember... So, we had, like, four Muppet Babies videos. Um, and I remember the segment, the, the whole intro song. My brother and I sometimes sing that to each other, like, <laughs> as a joke. Um but they would have commercials at the end for each of their other, uh, I was going to say DVDs, but DVDs weren't a thing back then, uh, for their other VHSs. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing the Star Wars one. Oh, man, that was so good. Um, yeah. I, I also remember like they would all always pop on um, that, uh, like the Muppets singing like Kokomo or whatever. Aruba, exactly like, that was on like yep. half of my disney vhs's growing up i'm like this is still on here why yep and they also would do the fraggle rock theme oh, song yeah. oh i miss da, 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 da. <laughs> i don't remember the fraggle rocks yeah but i remember the clapping now that you've done it yep, yep. totally you, you had like you had like four spots where you had to clap yep Kind of like the it was like our version of the Friends theme song. Exactly. <laughs> um, I was watching uh, it's it's a it's a series on YouTube called Defunct Land, um, and the guy basically goes and he like uh, mainly goes and finds all of these old um, like a, like discontinued rides from like these theme parks. And, oh God! And like tells you the entire history of them um all of it and it's it's all really cool stuff like he's done like uh captain eo and like all these different places but he wow. did this whole entire segment about jim henson and it was like I, oh man maybe like eight segments like eight 20 to 30 minute segments long um that he did just like over the weeks and i i didn't know that fraggle rock was built for or was made for hbo what yeah like that blew my mind like hbo is this up and coming place and they were like we have to we have to spend we have to you know bring in the kids market so they bought fraggle rock from jim henson and aired fraggle rock on hbo and it was like an hbo exclusive and i'm like that is insane that's hilarious like, you now i'm like euphoria and you're like yeah fraggle rock it would be the that yeah. would be the thing <laughs> oh god i'm just thinking of a euphoria fraggle rock crossover or game of thrones crossover like, god. You, you know that they would have done it so freaking well too oh yeah i would have loved it now i want to see like a zendaya fraggle like can somebody right? make one of those well Someone's i say that like you. our next episode like the episode that comes out this monday uh me and my friend oliver we sit down and we talk about euphoria which is really great on an animation podcast where we talk about <laughs> euphoria but uh, there was that one episode where they kind of did that like weird like anime style fan fiction part that was like five minutes long so you can get away with it it was animated i i have not watched euphoria yet oh, i have heard great. so much about it it's, that's my next show it's definitely that's when i come yeah i'll i'll say don't binge it it's I hard feel like it's that, tough is it is it's it tough to binge 
Shoot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I, like two episodes, but like I would take a break in between. I wouldn't go all, I think there's 10. I wouldn't do like all 10 episodes like back to back. Okay. You, you'll that, be depressed. I believe you. Thank you for telling me that because there are some shows that I was binging and I'm like, this is not a show to binge. Why do I feel weird today? Oh, cause you binge that show <laughs> and you needed a break. Exactly, yeah, I yeah. totally appreciate that tip. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, definitely watch it. It's fantastic. The music. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the music in the show, the what they Ooh. do with their uh like the camera, like there's this one shot <clears throat> that is one continuous shot and it's Zendaya like walking uh, like from the walls to the ceiling back to the back to the ground and it's one continuous shot and I'm like I want to know how they filmed that. Like, yeah, because there's people still stand like because like since she's walking on, the, there's people like leaning up against the wall, sitting down that she basically goes around them. And I'm like, how? how yeah, how you do. So like, that's <laughs> one of the ones I'm like, I'm going to buy the Blu-ray because I'm like, I want to watch the behind the scenes of how you film this craziness. Yeah, totally. Oh, I want to watch it so bad. Oh, man. Well, anyway, back to uh, back to voice acting. Yeah, totally. Like I said, that's tangents. We that's, this is what we do. Um, so uh, let, let's kind of go. Um, like I so, said, yeah, you've been in Legends of Chima. You've been in the Lego Elves. You were in My Little Pony. Congrats. Yes. You've been thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but let's kind of talk about Dragon Prince. Yes. Because I love that show. So I want to talk about it. That was the totally. reason that I'm going to Anime Weekend is because... Uh, in Atlanta, because I was like, I, a friend told me about it, and I was like, oh, sure, I'll look and see who's there. And it's like, everybody? And I'm like, all right, so hotel booked, airplane booked, <laughs> ticket purchased, press passes applied for. So I'm like, there we go. I'll, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get in, get on this now, because I want I want to do it. That's incredible to hear. Thank you. That is so funny. Yeah, we are all going to Anime Weekend Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, like it's literally everyone. Yes, it. I even think Aaron and Justin are coming. Yep, Aaron and Ju yeah, that was one of their except Giancarlo. He can't make it because no. I get, he's he's too he's too important, I guess. We get it, Giancarlo. You're important. I love Giancarlo so much. He seems like the nicest guy. He's the best. And you know what? He's uh he's funny enough. So we're both Italian, but we're both Calabres, which is uh, uh, just another what's it like uh oh why am i blanking on what this is called like an area <laughs> it's an area in italy calabria <laughs> jesus raquel oh um i'm losing it today sorry hey, it's it's one of those days it's fine it's friday just think of it this way you got the weekend ahead of you true well, you've got, you, well you're gonna get cake in a couple hours too so oh i forgot some, about the you'll... wedding you're right yeah, <laughs> don't forget totally. about the wedding <laughs> i can't i gotta go um yeah, so it's funny. We're our families are both from Calabria, and we both know all of these references. And like, he'll say things, and I know exactly what they mean. Or it's great. It's so lovely to have someone to kind of bounce those weird Italianisms off of. But yeah, we're all gonna be there, except for Giancarlo, unfortunately. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll make a guest appearance. I hope so. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's just gonna he's gonna be the the first ones in the audience to ask a question, and then he'll be like, "Hey, I'm here," and they're like, "Come on stage." Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, cool. Mamma Mia, get up here. <laughs> yeah, it'll be wonderful. Um, 
but yeah, we're doing, um, I, I'm assuming we're going to be doing a panel or, or so. I'm not exact. I, I mean, I, I, I would don't assume. remember what my, what my contract says, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> Well, I, I think you've got a I think you've got a little table for autographs and everything, so you'll have yes. that. And then I'm I'm sure they'll probably give you like one or two panels. I think so. Like I mean, that, in yeah. Hawaii, we just did three panels. Oh. It was wild. So how was Hawaii? I've never been. Hawaii was cool. Um, I had never been either. It was my first time. Um, it was awesome. What an experience. Comic-Con Honolulu was so cool. Everybody was amazing. Everyone was so accommodating, like the staff, the volunteers, um, just the people there, the vendors, the artists, um, fans. It was a surreal experience for sure. But it was, it was fun. Like my mom came and she got to see like this weird thing that I do that she doesn't she probably didn't quite understand before. And now she's like, I get it now. She was taking pictures of everything and sending them to our family group chat. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so I look forward to um, Anime Weekend. Awa. Oh, yeah, Awa. It's going to be great. Um, so, so let's kind of talk about Dragon Prince. So, uh, yeah. so how did that go? So, uh, you auditioned for Dragon Prince. I um, did. So how, uh, how did that go when you found out, you know, what the show's actually going to be? So I didn't know that it was the same people from Avatar The Last Airbender. I had no clue. I had heard about the show, but I have never watched it and I didn't know the, um, I didn't know how big it was. I just mm -hmm. didn't know. Um, when I audition for things, th I'll tell you something. When I audition for things, I give it my all. I go based off of what uh, I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of give it my own thing. I just, I, I try hard for all of my, most of my auditions. God, there's some doozies I've done. But um, I, I and, and then after I send it, I hope for the best. And I think I either get it or I don't. For my Dragon Prince audition, I remember thinking, I'm probably not going to get this. I'm probably not. Like, everybody else books so well. Like, uh, somewhere they'll give it to somebody else. And then when I got a callback for it, I remember thinking in my callback, like, whoa, that went really well. But whenever I think something went well, that usually means I don't book it. So I didn't book it. It's fine. <laughs> and I, I moved on. I move on very quickly. <laughs> um. As I think you need to if you're an actor or a oh, voice yeah, actor. I, don't, I mean, like, with, yeah. with, with auditions, it's like for every, like, 100 that you'll do, you'll maybe get, like, maybe five. Half five of calls. one. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, for every 100 that you do, just kick those out. Do another 100. And then maybe. Yeah. Then maybe. That's the thing. So I, I just assumed I didn't book it and, I, you know, kept auditioning for things. But then I found out that I got it and that I was doing uh, a table read and I've never done a table read for a voiceover show. Um, and I remember getting to, it was on the, it was at the Granville Island hotel, which is a hotel on Granville Island in Vancouver. Um, I remember showing up there and I was like, Holy shit, there's so many people here. They flew in all the writers and uh, the, the animation people were there. Yeah. It was crazy 
And we all sat at this table. We had wine and water. And I think there were snacks, like tons of good snacks. And we read this episode. And I was like, what's going on? This is huge. This is going to be this is going to be something. I didn't know the scape or sorry the scope of it, but uh, it was then when I was like, "What the fuck?" in a good way. Um, and then I remember I went to New York. That the next day I went to New York for the Dell Close Marathon, so I didn't get to record with everybody. I didn't get to record the first episode with everyone. Um. But I, when I came back from New York, I had to record by myself. Um, and Aaron, Justin, Giancarlo, uh, maybe I'm missing people. But they were on the other end. Um, and, and, and I realized, I'm like, oh, they're from L.A. This is probably something. And then from there, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like let that feeling of, oh, what is this kind of take over my body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I rambled so oh, much. No, I mean, yeah, that makes that makes a ton of sense. So, so I I know you guys do like in room reads with everybody. Yes. Or so uh, how does so do you prefer? Like, I I would assume most people would prefer that than being in a booth by themselves. I personally prefer it. Uh, I think I, from from what I understand, from what I've gotten through conversations with other voice actors is that's the best that's the most efficient way to do it for them only because you get more honest reactions i do and you you definitely play off of everybody yeah the funny thing with voice acting though is uh when you know how like it it's different in improv like if you and i were we had some banter going we could jump on each other's words we can laugh together we can whatever uh laugh at the same time talk at the same time but with voice acting it's really funny so you can have those genuine reactions but you have to make sure you're not talking over them or you're not jumping on a line otherwise you got to do the whole thing again mm-hmm. <laughs> and i find that we get to we, we, it's funny watching voice actors play because there's this level of safety that they have to keep in mind and it's fun to watch do you do voice acting? Uh, yes, I do. Perfect. So have you seen that before? Um, it's such a weird thing to tell someone, like, you need to see this. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, when it, whenever you're doing anything, like, a, like you'll, you'll get a read or whatever, or you're going into the booth, and, like, you'll, you'll sometimes see it. Like, some of the stuff that I've done, you've not been able to see because they're like, yeah, this is for a game, and we don't <laughs> know when it's going to be out. And you're like, cool. So here's kind of what your character looks like and kind of what he <laughs> what he's supposed to act like. So do that. And you're like, oh, interesting. Well, I'll try. And especially yeah, when, here we go. When you're having a, a conversation with somebody and like you'll, you'll get some some directors that will actually read this, like read the other person's line for you, which is very helpful. Otherwise, it's just like, <laughs> no, I just want you to read this line. Yeah. So instead of you getting to play off of the other person, it's just like, and he said this, I say this, I say this, and you're like, like, oh well, that's it's not personable at all. Yeah. And, and you can totally. kind of tell, like in in performances where people aren't in the same room, like especially with anime. Anime is is one of those things where it's like you got to do lip flaps, which is always a pain. So you got to oh match lip flaps, um, and you're alone. 
uh, there, there's sometimes you'll be able to hear the other person's lead in. Um, but if you're the first one to record that day, then you're not going to hear anything. Yeah, so totally. that it kind of X's that out. Um, yeah. but, but when I watched uh, the dragon prince, that was one of the ones where I was like, they've got to be doing something different because all the voice acting, it sounds like they're actually there. Like the, the acting in it is fantastic. Um, it seems like there's a lot of improv. Yeah, it seems like it, right? Yeah. Our writers are really great. And what I love most about this show is, as like as you could probably tell, like I mean, we're in season two. Um, a lot of the characters are more defined mm-hmm. and they're more, they're turning into us. It's very cool to see how like um, they'll see how the guys will see how we play together in the booth and then they write or they bring it to the writers and the writers like will write based off of that. It's very cool. Um, and they do let us do improv. I don't know how much of it is chosen to be in the show, but yeah, totally. And I love that freedom as an improviser. I'm like, Oh, I get to do the two things <laughs> that I do. Yeah. Oh man. I bet, I bet that's a, I bet that's a fantastic thing for you. Like, I so do, do. You know of any? Do you have any lines that you've done that have been improv that have been put in? Um, I can't think of any. Uh, well, this one was kind of kind of improv. Like a lot of my my sounds were improvised, but um, uh, that part where Claudia sees him for the first time, mm-hmm. the baby baby dragon, that. Um, there's a lot, I remember I was allowed to improvise and I feel like they use some of it for sure. That's awesome. Oh man. Yeah. See stuff like that. And, and you can do that when you're doing original animation, whereas you can't do that when you're doing like dubs and stuff like that. Like you, you don't have the freedom to do that because you have to match somebody's lips. So like anime is cool and all. Cause I mean, you get really good story, but when it comes to, you know, like original animation like that, like the things that you guys are able to do that then can be animated is is fantastic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> especially all the little noises, like especially your character. You make a lot of noises. Yes. You make a, uh, uh, mm, a, lo- a lot of little noises that I really love and that always get animated too and they're they're always animated so well i'm like yeah i bet she actually did that our animators are crazy good it's insane every time we got to go to bardell i would lose it Uh, and they would lose it too they'd be like oh my god thank you blah blah i'm like what no i'm doing nothing you have to create something beautiful based off a stupid sound I made with my nose. Like <laughs> they're so great and I admire them so much, but yeah, they really capture a lot of the sound. Cause sometimes the sounds, I don't understand what they, what, cause in the script, it'll be like, Oh, Claudia taps her nose as if she has an idea. And I remember when I first read that, I was like, what does that mean? And then Aaron had to explain it to me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try a bunch of sounds and you let me know. Uh, I don't you know what know it's what supposed sounds to be. good, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we landed on whatever they did. The... 
<laughs> oh, man. And the animators really brought that to life because that yeah. could mean anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, do you uh, do you have any favorite moments that you've recorded? Yes, I have so many. Um, I will list them. I love that I got a fart joke. That made me so happy. Yes, yeah. Ugh, that made me so happy. You were happy. so straight-faced, yes. too. It's like, that was that was a beautiful play, too. She's like, that was me. Yeah. the horse. Like, was, uh, yeah. And she, there was a, a sense of pride, mm -hmm. which she took. And I also took in getting to say that line. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, that I really love. The, I mean, this isn't really a moment in the show, but like, I just, I love Soren and Claudia's interaction, interactions, uh, how they are with each other. So I can literally watch any scene that they're both in. Oh yeah. Uh, like their when, dynamic is Oh incredible. yeah. Like that, that end of season one, uh, beginning of season two where, yeah. uh, they're just like on the road. Like yeah. you give me that entire, give me an entire series of just Soren and Claudia just, going off it's like Arya and the hound in game of thrones like good right. good episodes like that where you're just like just two characters who are pretty different but also pretty similar yeah and they're just being themselves and you're just like totally. yep, this is a great this is a great thing for everyone absolutely also like with these two dark secrets that their father they don't know their each other's secrets mm -hmm. at that point um What's another moment I love? Oh, I love when um, Sor not Soren, sorry. I love when um, Claudia and Ezrin have a conversation and we find out about the mom. Oh yeah. Um, that was a really special moment. I am um, to record. What else? Uh, I really love when Claudia brought uh, Soren back too. That was crazy. Oh and yeah, that's geez, one of yeah. my favorite moments. You got yeah, your character got a cool rogue streak. That'll Ooh, that, that, yeah. that's pretty nifty. Totally. You know someone's a badass when they have that white streak. You you know some 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 shit's gone down that they're yep. they're gonna be an OP player later on. I remember reading Claudia now has a white streak in her hair, like in the stage directions. I mean, I, I didn't pair. I, I paraphrase there. But I remember reading that and I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen to her? What, what is going on? But yeah, yeah, um, I love it. I, I love that she gets this, this arc. I love Claudia so oh yeah, much. Definitely. She's amazing. Um, oh yeah. Is it when, when did you kind of figure out like this show was going to be as big as it is? Like what was your first like inkling? Um, of, of like oh snippety snap like people really like this show probably twitter um i have a really stupid twitter account where i make dumb jokes or i just kind of like i don't know it, it's a shit account i shit post but um uh it was when i started getting a lot of followers and i was getting requests from like on Instagram and on Facebook from people I've never seen or talked to. And it was excessive. Like Twitter, I have an open Twitter account. And I think when the show came out, I maybe had like a hundred new followers, um, maybe more. And then when, um, like they went to Comic-Con with it and I didn't understand how big Comic-Con was. But uh, when I saw pictures and I had some friends be like, yo, this show you're on is huge. Then I was like, okay, maybe it is. 
but it was mostly I noticed it through social media, crazy enough. Well, and and it just kind of shows how far that we've come. Because, I mean, like, we didn't have this for the Amanda show. No. Like, you would never know how big that was unless you talked to somebody, like, at school or whatever. No, exactly. But, yeah, now that now that someone can just, like, like some, some stupid little podcast can, like, shoot you out a thing or, like, hey, do you want to come on and talk about this? And I say yes. Well, first you said no, go away. And then you said yes because I pestered. Did I say no, go no, away? No, 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 no. I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like me, but I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because a lot of if on Twitter, a lot of the messages I get, they go in the um, what's it called? Unfiltered messages or filtered messages. So I don't see them for a long time. Oh, yeah. But people, I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Uh, So so do you have anything? um coming up that you are allowed to talk about probably not gotcha um, <laughs> but i have good old ndas cool right you know. hell yeah <laughs> so scared of an nda too by the way like even because for auditions you got to sign an nda sometimes and i'm like oh my god i just told my friend i was going to an audition i'm screwed the government's gonna kill me i don't know exactly how the business of anything works so <laughs> I'm always scared, but, um, I, I, I do, I, I just did a bunch of really cool stuff over the course of this year. So, um, we'll see what happens with it. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to, for, I'm excited to see it. I'm also excited to see if anything comes of any of the other projects, the way things are happening with the dragon prince. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, you know, you never know video games, other things, po- other things pop up, you know? Someone's like, hey, I can yeah. tell you. Yes, I can. I can tell you. I it, I will not be in any video games. Um, I have not booked ever a video game. But what about the Dragon Prince video game? I'm sure that I'm sure it'll happen. I hope so. Oh my god! That that could, that could be cool. That would be that could be your it. first video game. I would love that. And then yeah. it, it would be a character that you know intimately well. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh man oh uh, raquel this is this was super fun oh man what a what a treat what a pleasure oh yeah and and yeah i'll see you at uh i'll see you at awa we'll actually you know sit talk down uh you know we'll uh, sit talk down those aren't we'll words that down. we'll sit talk down um yeah, yeah and we'll we'll actually meet and it'll be it'll be fantastic amazing i can't wait <laughs> Uh, but w- I can't wait. Oh, definitely. It, it'll it'll be great. Um, where can everybody <laughs> find you uh, social media wise? Good question. And I actually need to pull it up so I know my handle exactly. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> because... While you do that, while you do that, I'll do mine. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our podcast episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, uh, our website, animationstationpodcast.com. You can also check out our YouTube. We have all of our older episodes up. Uh, We have an episode coming out every day on the YouTube until we get current, um, and then it'll go weekly. So we're at like 170 episodes, so it'll be a while before it's fully current. So, you know. Just, just go with it. Just, you know, we, we everywhere. 
you know, whatever. Just go with it. Exactly. And go watch uh, The Dragon Prince on it. Netflix. Got two <laughs> seasons out right now. It'll take you like six hours to watch it. It'll be great. You'll love it. It's, oh, what a fast watch and an easy, oh, I love that. So I, I like we were talking about binging before. You can binge The Dragon Prince. That oh, yeah, is, definitely. I assure you, you can do that. Um, a Dragon Prince Euphoria episode is now all oh my I can gosh, think about. Can we well, <laughs> we kind of did that. Callum did kind of get high, so. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I got my Twitter pulled okay. up. So um, it, if you're interested in following me on Twitter, uh, my Twitter handle is at RackAttack5, R-A-Q-A-T-T-A-C-K-5. Um, yeah, I usually, I, I post a lot. Um, yeah. Oh, I have Instagram too, I guess. I opened my Instagram account. My Instagram is RackCity5, so R A C Q. City five. <laughs> Were there already four other rack attacks in rack cities? So that why we had to go for the five? Unfortunately. Crazy, <laughs> right? It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's super if, weird. And we'll put uh, we'll put those links for the Instagram and the Twitter in the show notes. So if you want to follow her, just click on the show notes and click on the link and it'll take you right there. Yeah, click on him already. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Do a follow. Everybody <laughs> needs followers. Right now you're at 1329. We need to get you to 1330 on Twitter. So I want 1330. Exactly. That's almost <laughs> Well, let's see. If we can get you six, well, wait, math. Uh, if we can get you eight more, then you could be 1337. So then you could be elite and it would be great. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like every time I post, um, people will unfollow i i i will forewarn i think a lot of people who follow me on twitter or or instagram expect it to be like all dragon prints all, dragon all, prints the, all the time, time. Yeah. all animation all on and n no it's not um i do post a lot of dragon prints and i repost a lot of dragon print stuff but like i do comedy also so there's a lot of stuff there and i i think people get confused and they like will send me weird tweets back and get upset or they'll unfollow me so just a forewarning <laughs> it's your personal account <laughs> you're yeah you're yeah you're just an actor in dragon prince exactly i'm just the voice actor exactly. but yeah yeah it's it we have fun on twitter if you want to have fun with me follow me exactly all right uh, Raquel again thanks so much for coming on thank you so much um, I appreciate it oh, what, no a, problem what a at pleasure all. no problem <laughs> at all all right so for the animation station podcast I'm Josh and I'm Raquel perfect yeah there we go see that's the improv you there knew it was coming I'm real good at it too <laughs> all right bye everybody bye